here we go. Who the hell are you, man? Genius billionaire playboy philanthropist. We are the knights! Uh-huh. Hold on to your butt. And now for something completely different. Hello out there. Welcome to tonight's American Podcast Podcast. I am your host tonight. I'm here on the Skype hotline with... Silence. Oh, wait, am I? Oh, yeah, damn it. Sam's not here, so uh, the timing's off. Uh, I'm just going to go with John. Yeah, get over here. It's Chris. It's Chris. So, yeah, Sam is not with us tonight. So, Chris, where is Sam right now? Sam is getting over here. He's he's getting over here? Yeah. All right. Sam's watching Uh, the greatest game movie ever. Okay. Well, so based on that, yes, we are going to be reviewing Mortal Kombat, which yay, Later. super excited. Yeah. Later. Uh, that's yeah, that's that's going to be the the final segment on here. Uh, we also have John is going to pitch us a movie to watch. Uh, we have final thoughts on Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and to start it off, the Oscars was Sunday. <laughs> Who watched them? Who watched them? We we watched. Not them. America. <laughs> Yeah, right. I, I mean, I'm not surprised that people didn't watch. I actually don't know the n- actual numbers of how many people watched. Ten million. Have... Oh, ten it's, million. It's bad. I'll I'll give it to you. It, yeah. Oh, do you want to? No, it's ten. Okay. Yeah, ten point yeah, six four million. Ten point six four. It was all right. So it was ten million. So it went up a little bit. Okay. Uh, to give you a frame of reference, uh, last year it was twenty three million, mm. and the year before that was twenty nine. Mm. So it's about a third, about a third right. of what it was two years ago. Which. Not great. As I said before, so with sporting events, like with, with you know, the lockdown, you expect a lot of people to be watching their TVs. Turns out no one's actually watching it's, TV. But it's not that I don't think. Yeah, that's that's a problem in and of itself. But I think the main issue is I listened to you guys at least half of your episode last week. And, and John mentioned that something like only one in 10 people have actually heard of the movie Mank. And yeah, those, right. those, Not seen. those, those are heard, heard of, and, and those are active moviegoers. So that, that means like us three plus Sam, you know, one tenth of us have actually heard of Mank and yeah. we're and aware of on, this. We pay attention to this, but it's, it's just, it, it, I, this year has just been miserable for people who have been kind of paying attention to movies and granted the, the quality of these movies this year is so incredibly bad that it, it, I, I, it doesn't phase me that only that, a third of people watch this comparatively to last year and then we can get into the, the problem of the oscars itself in a little bit but. right 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 i mean just just to let you know though like so like i i brought up you know sporting events people aren't watching i mean the super bowl took an almost a 10% hit in viewership this year. Yeah, like, but that's but that I that's mean, like that's the number really... yeah, but that's the number one watched like thing in all year. And it's it also 10% it's it's also yeah, it's also market teams too. So what who played? It was Tampa Bay and um, Yeah, but you have one Kansas of the City. most recognizable yeah, small markets. Yeah, those right? are, those aren't <laughs> No, but I mean there are bigger markets, let's face it, there are bigger markets out there, but 
You're yeah. right. You're right. I mean, Just look, viewership I, I, in general has been down for there, everything. This is it's down for everything. So the the well, I mean, not to dwell on the Super Bowl, but it this is the lowest the Super Bowl has been since 2006. So it's been a it's been what 15 years since it was this low. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I no. I mean, yeah. admittedly, admittedly, it wasn't great, but having two thir- or you know a third of the people mm-hmm. who watched it two years ago is not remotely yeah. sustainable. I mean, it also doesn't help and, that movie theaters weren't open. Oh, yeah. I mean, look. There's, there's not a, a single like one thing that you can point to. There are like multiple. Yeah. Um. And I mean, look. This. No one's surprised. No. I mean, maybe, maybe like the number itself <laughs> once you see it and compared to previous years is a little shocking. I felt that way. Mm-hmm. Um. But everyone knew it was going to be down big. Yeah. Yeah. Huge. Um, huge. Now, now the the production itself. I, I didn't watch the whole thing. Did you guys watch the whole thing? Yeah, I, I watched the whole thing. I, I didn't watch Boy, it. Do I thought I at one point, I, I thought I had watched the whole thing because I yeah, shut right? it off after Best Picture. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so the, the biggest criticism from Sunday is that they changed up the final three awards. It's always been what uh, actress, actor, and then ends on big picture because, you know, that's the case. That's the, and yeah. they decided not because, like, when they announced the best picture, I was like, wait, did they just not air the other two? Was I in the bathroom and they just, you know, skimmed through it? And I had to look it up. I was like, no, they haven't done it yet. And so I stuck it out. And so they were pretty much setting it up for, for like Chadwick for, for Chadwick to win the best uh, actor. Why else would you do it at the end? Only for, you know, <laughs> Twist. I mean, he's good, but like. Really? Well, like, no one's seen it. Yeah, like give it to Anthony Hopkins. And honestly, who well, wasn't there? And uh, apparently, he was in bed at the time. He was sleeping because it's late. He's in uh, England, so he was sleeping at the time. So he couldn't be there to accept, like even video chat his acceptance speech. Right? You would think they would tell him ahead of hand and be like, "Look." Well, they don't know you... until they open it. But like, well, the uh, producers can say, "Hey, and that's yeah. you know, truly they don't know." Yeah. So, you know, like if something like this is quote unquote allowed to happen, yeah, like truly they honestly don't yeah. know because like right they the they point. set it up for Chadwick you, to you don't you to don't win do it like and that. there being a big thing like about you know him and like, but no, like this is an absolute lock, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, nobody's nobody even. I mean, that was well off the board that that was going to be. You know Chadwick Boseman, and you know, look, we can we can talk about it. I have now seen Marini's Black Bottom, so I could speak to that movie. I've still not seen The Father, though. I I kind of plan on now that it's won a couple. One um, was it original screenplay, adapted screenplay, um, but uh, yeah, just uh, just shocking, man. There's there's always one, and uh, real whopper this year magnified by the fact that, you know, they do it at the end. Joaquin Phoenix, Mr. Sociable, comes out. Um, and, you know, it is what it is, but... This is... Uh, this is the, no, it it's just the layout of, of essentially the whole thing. And who's who's the guy who directed... Di- okay, the problem... Can we, can we just Oscars as a whole here? Problem with the Oscars is the fact that you need a director... That's the problem. So it's well, it's not it, it's I, I get that this this whole production thing is is meant for the 
the one percenters, and by one percenters I mean the actors and actresses and producers of the world. And it, it, it quite literally is a one percenters like ball. That's really all it is. It's well, not it's not even though twenty million people view it, whatever, this whole thing is set up solely for them. It's not for, for it's not for the average person or anybody else like that. Because if it was, See, if it was, it would be like Iron Man would be the best picture winner in 2008, you know, Endgame would be all this other, Black Panther, yada, 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 all these blockbusters, because those are the movies that people want to see. It's not movies like Nomadland, where I, I don't even want to, I don't even want to guess, maybe 8% of actual moviegoers have heard of, you know, it, this is meant for them. This is a one percenters thing. And I get it. And I get it. Whatever. I like the Oscars. It's fine. But the fact that you need a director to do this makes it just so much worse. I like the idea that they put all the original songs in the beginning, pre-recorded, whatever. That's fine. It takes out the block. That's cool. <laughs> and I didn't watch the whole thing, granted. But the first, I think cinematography was first or something like that. But, um... I watched it and they didn't show like clips from the movie. They did like an introduction of the people behind it or what they stood for, yeah, or whatever so, it was. So the first, you know, and I mean, typically with the awards show, they, you know, announce the the nominees and show you clips of the work they've done or the movie in general. Right. And the first act or the first two that were introduced were the writers, which I'll be honest with you, traditionally doesn't translate well to the whole clips thing you know no like but show the movie the whole, like show the movie right well okay sure but like they did the i thought um them explaining it the first was like a good way to get around that category when they started doing it for literally every every else, other thing i just found that so so strange and just off base and just bad it doesn't I mean, it doesn't you know fit. the quintessential storytelling um you know rule with movies is show don't tell and then they literally t- spent three hours telling us how great these movies were it's like oh i need like laura dern's like um you know take on all these like gr- best actor or you know supporting actor performances right and it's just, just show like, no, dude, just show, show me you know yeah and like the problem is is sometimes those like 10 second clips of like um people acting are really like people acting you know like they're really like too much but fuck it dude just show it but like, you, you know mean, what you know what it also that's the whole thing you get a sense of the movie at least and, and we were just totally left without it and, and let me just just really yep, quick yep. so what, what chris is talking about as far as a director is that um steven soderbergh who um directed who's you know was done a lot of stuff including uh like oceans 11 all those movies um oh god i can't think of anything else off the top of my head um but he's he, no he's, he's like very like prolific like comes out with one or two movies a year loves experimenting and you know generally speaking i like the stuff he has not everything exactly works but he like tries a lot of stuff and so he produced it with two other people but everything's getting lumped onto him for for some reason. And, like, there's a lot of the sort of look and feel of the whole thing. I mean, they did some interesting stuff. Like, they, the way they filmed it, like, they filmed it in a, you know, extra wide aspect ratio. The frame rate was 24, so it looked like a movie. It didn't look so much like a TV show. Like, soft focus, all that stuff. Um, and when you say, like, you need a director, like, I mean, all award, all TV has, like, 
directors, but like this was sort of the behind the scenes, like actually setting everything up, which um, his influence on. And it's like the sort of thing where you know if, if we're talking about it the next day, it's it's probably not a good sign. Yeah, no, it's um, I I can agree with everything you said, but back to your point about not showing clips of the movies. I mean, it, when Oscars when when. Correct me if I'm wrong, but when some movies win Best Oscar, Best Picture, or you know, actor, all these award shows, they're actually released into theaters again, and that is their yeah, chance. That is their chance of making more money than. Let's face it, cumulatively, all these Best Picture nominations don't make more than two hundred million total for all of them. I mean, all eight. Right. So it, that that's kind of like the last bit for these these companies to make some form of money and by not showing them clips of the movie and just going into let's just do a pan story of this person's you know life or or whatever they did for this particular movie you're, you're kind of denying the average viewer aka ourselves the ability to see okay well what what does you know anthony hopkins bring to this movie that makes it such a good movie that he won and oh, now I'm interested in that. Let's go see that. You know, it's, it's, right. it 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 <laughs> it essentially just negates everybody's ability or, or desire to go see this movie in a theater. And yeah, I mean, like, who's no, no one's gonna go see The Father unless like Anthony Hopkins wins. Yeah, you know, I've actually I saw some really good in the last like week or two people being like oh it's it's really compelling which is just crazy too that a movie like that just comes out of nowhere i mean i guess this is the year for it if there ever was one yeah but that was like a movie i hadn't even heard of and, and like you know we're pretty plugged in like you know i, I hadn't even heard of- yeah amy for some reason is vacuuming at nine o'clock at night right above me Yeah, I, I will. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Yeah. 
I feel like every year there's like one or two movies that comes out that gets a lot of nods that I've never heard of, but it never wins anything. So like there was that one year where there was that Pablo Picasso, not Pablo Picasso. Um, uh, what's his face? Uh, uh, Van Gogh movie with, uh, Oh God. Yeah. Right. No, William Defoe, not Ed Harris, but like William Defoe and he was nominated for it. Like I, don't remember hearing about this movie at all but like he got nominated so like It was a more intimate feel, I felt like. Yeah. No, it was nice. It was cool. 
Yeah, no, it looked super fancy. It was nice. But like, Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, but here's the like, here's here's the thing. Um, so I did not turn it off, but literally she said a line about you know if you you know the kind of person who would turn it off, blah blah blah. But then she moved on. Right, right. She moved on immediately. Immediate. So like, a lot of the quote unquote political moments were so brief. I was very surprised. I was I was like almost expecting this to be like hardcore and it really wasn't it was like so brief that's why i was like wow you actually shut it off like there was no reason to that was like her only comment but she didn't and that that's one of the good things yeah you already did though you already viewed like <laughs> so like turning it off did nothing They just didn't even bother. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guarantee you a lot of people were like you, John, and didn't finish because they were like, oh, best picture? Off. Like. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah super fat yeah it was five times and they skipped people they skipped people though no like famous people oh yeah <laughs> um oh god uh, I don't have one. Hold on. Uh, yeah, I just uh, typed in people missed. And, um, so like, <laughs> sorry, people are like posting things. And it was like that scene from, 
uh, I Love Lucy, where they're doing the chocolate. Yeah, yeah, Walter, they miss. But like, it's the the scene from I Love Lucy with the the chocolates, and it's like speed it up a little. I'm like, it's like that's them doing the immemorium, which is so true. Like, it was so fast. So, so as of right now, so from what I can find, the three biggest snubs are, you know, Jessica Walter, uh, was it Nyan Rivera, the girl from Glee who passed away in that freak, like boating accident over the, the summer. And then the other one, yeah, and the other one was, um, what's his face? Uh, Adam Schlesinger, the guy from fountains of Wayne, who was nominated for best original song for that thing you do back in the nineties. Like he's a nominee and he didn't even get mentioned. Like that's, that's insane. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It's, Oh yeah. yeah. Oh. Right. <laughs> yeah. There's a almost I'm almost there with you, honestly. Just like, boom, let's just get it done like as quick as possible. No. Yeah. Two, three years. Yeah. Me too. I am too. Yep. So I... I liked that if I had only known that was happening, I had no idea they were doing that. I I wish they would have announced that like, hey, we're going to start at 7.30, not 8, and we're going to play the original songs, maybe do some highlights. Like, that's the time to start doing highlights of these movies and stuff. Yeah, so like push it back a half hour, the ceremony, but like instead, like have the ceremony start at 8, but from 7.30 to 8 o'clock, do the original songs and kind of highlight some of the movies. I would be okay with that because then you don't have to worry about fitting those in during the awards. But the it started. The way this the Oscars started was so nice. It was, you know, it was kind of moving pretty quick in the beginning. I was like, oh, man, like, this is going good. And then it, then, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, which I was like, oh, that's nice. Did it need to be this long? No, it did not need to be that long. Uh, like Tyler Perry winning that award. That was great. I, I was, I like, I feel like I hate him as a, a, um, a movie maker, but like, he's a nice guy. Like everyone pretty much likes him. So like giving him the humanitarian award, that's fine. But like, then there was before the, the final three awards, there was that game that they played. Right, like we got three the major three awards. Yeah. Which it had a funny moment, which was Glenn Close dancing. Yep. Yeah, but like Glenn Close dancing to Into Butt was hysterical. Oh man, it was it was pretty funny. It was it was very funny in real time, but it had no reason to be there. Like if this was early in the night like after the first two or three were, uh, were, um, given out, I'd be like, yeah, that's fine. There were three awards left and it was the major three. Why are we doing this? Just wrap it up. Yeah. Yeah. It ended just after 11. I think it was like close to 1130. Oh yeah. No, it definitely is. There's yeah. Well, they didn't have the music which was nice. So I agree. Yeah. So I don't think, no, I don't think so. Yeah. Oh yeah. How they do like the arts and sciences. Yeah. So they, they gave that like, um, that award out to them and like it was just it was it, it was too long those segments just lasted too long that one is especially like i i didn't know that program existed i'm happy it exists that makes me very happy but there was no reason to hear brian cranston yeah don't no reason to hear brian cranston talk for 10 minutes about this thing yeah i don't blame you Mm-hmm. I agree. Yep. Yeah. 
No. It's a shame. This, yeah, we'll we'll see how next year does because I feel like next year it movie wise it'll be better. It'll be more movies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is it. I might, I might give it a shot. I might actually give it a shot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's bad. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I know a lot that he's produced, but... Uh... Yeah, he did direct Ready Player One. War of the Worlds. War of the Worlds. He did actually. That's the one I was thinking, but I was like, oh, no, he didn't do that. He just produced it. No, no, no. He, he... Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. <laughs> I agree. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah, it looked very similar. As long as they're not cats, I th I'm behind it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, it's just, yeah. I mean. Yes, so. I, I will. I have, I have all the paperwork. I don't. I just want to go over what we were, we did. So. All three of us did this. So I, I kind of texted you guys, giving you a, an overview before the Oscar started. Uh, we all agreed on eight different categories. We agreed on best picture, director, animated feature. We agreed on cinematography, costume design, production design, sound, and visual effects. We got seven, all but one. 
Yeah, Mank for cinematography. So. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. It can be. Yeah. Ma Rainey. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, okay. So based on that, so we got a lot of them. There were only a few, a handful that we mostly agreed on and only one person was random. Like uh, Sam thought Gary Oldman deserved the actor for some reason. Don't know. Or uh, Paul, was it Racy, Rassi? Sam said was going to win for Sound of Metal for supporting actor. But anyways. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I don't blame Sam for his ballot. So now I have final counts. So I made sure I went through double, triple checked. This is how we rank with 11. Correct. John. That is the lowest. Yes. So, uh, John, not looking good for our, uh, our segment there with 12. Correct. One more than John. Chris with 13 correct <laughs> Sam with 17 correct I took the win 17 out of 23 so I got six wrong yeah So to, to give you an idea, just to run through the six that I got wrong, I got um, actor in a leading role, actress in a leading role. I got adapted screenplay, original song, cinematography, and documentary short. Because uh, So Buzz was going between... Yeah, well, no, she was Frances McDormand. It was like between her and Carrie Mulligan. And then there was like, they were saying like, maybe Viola Davis is going to swoop in and get enough votes because people are split on those two. So it was pretty much a 50, 50 shot on between Frances McDormand and Carrie Mulligan. I went with Carrie Mulligan. Oh, I, yeah. 
so, so was Promising Young Woman. <laughs> it's a it's a comedy. Um, was it uh, Promising Young Woman? And it won best. It is a comedy. Like Bo Burnham is in it, like the stand-up comedian. That was original. It was. It was a comedy. Considered a comedy. No, I don't believe so. No, no, God, no. So. Yes, for the love of God, please be better. Uh, yeah, uh, agreed. And yeah. Right. All right. So any final thoughts on the Oscars? Yeah, yep. Yeah. <laughs> mm hmm. All right. Yep. Yeah. All right, John. Do you have a, a movie you want to pitch? You, you could say he was unhinged.
<laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, it's in the works uh, all right all right okay so uh it's on prime you said right all right wow For, this is a 2020 film Wow. It, it, it's close enough. So, so you said 7.6. Wow. All right. Anyways, it's a, it's a little high, but hey. Okay. All right. Well, moving on, uh, we have the final two episodes of Falcon and the Winter Soldier to talk about. Uh, the show is finally over. Uh, it was on Disney Plus, obviously. Um, if that isn't a telling of my opinion about this show, I don't know what is. Um, let, let me give you an idea. Um, I didn't finish this show. I did not finish this. I found out I found out what the what happened at the end of the last episode. Um, and then prior to this podcast, I said, hey, Sam, you finished it, right? He said, yeah. I said, anything happen? He goes, no, not really. And so I was like, all right, I guess I don't have to watch it. So yeah. And and I, I stated after, I think it was the third episode, I said, I'm pretty much uh, out of this show. I Like, it's going nowhere fast. It's kind of boring. It doesn't realize what kind of show it wants to be because it's like fast paced, fast paced episode. And then, but like nothing's happening. And then it'll like take its time trying to do like build up and character development for like people I don't really care about and don't really know too much about. So. No, that was the fifth episode. The fifth episode dealt with like Black Captain America. I agree. I'm fine with them keeping the race card. I, I'm fine with them using the race card because of the situation. But like you said, Chris, do it in the beginning. And that's kind of a basis of what this show is. Don't introduce it at the end and be like, oh, by the way, we're shoehorning. This is this is actually what's going on. Like, don't do that. Ha, <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was awesome. Mm. But, like, it even took, like, four episodes for them to be like, oh, yeah, by the way, this is our villain. Like, it shouldn't, in a six-episode show like it shouldn't take that and it wasn't even like it was that big of a twist because early on everybody was like i don't know if i really like this you know new captain america he kind of says like seems like a douche and then all of a sudden it's like oh now he's a bad guy and it's like all right and then like introduce the they introduced hydra like madame hydra showed up and it's like yeah yeah, so, yeah, she's Madame Hydra, which she was supposed to, her debut was supposed to be in um, Black Widow, but obviously that hasn't come out yet. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wanda did that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i honestly i thought this was gonna be i thought this was gonna be like a buddy comedy almost like it wasn't yeah there wasn't much of the comedy part like it's from from like at least like the first episode or even like they uh, Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mackie played off of each other pretty well, but like that was the extent of it. Then it was just over. And like, yeah, yeah. Well, it, it's hard to say no, but like, Yeah. Yep.
No, I, no. Of, of COVID. Oh man, like, like I like I just I kind of like Googled it, and it was like the first thing that comes up is was the first episode how the flag smashers are stealing vaccines, like vaccines for what, like, yeah, and like it literally says vaccine transport on the side of one of those big cases where Bucky goes into the uh, into the trailer, and he's like, oh, I'm here to save you, and she just punches him out. Like it says vaccine transport on there. So they're like, there's something going on with that. So yeah, I, yeah, I mean, no. I let his suit looked cool. Like cool. Hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he's, yeah. No, you just said Marvel and he was confused. I I knew what you meant, but
Hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. No. And like I said, I have I have no reason to rewatch like even finish this. Oh, okay. Oh, like was she always the power broker or did she take over the role? C cool. Yeah, right. I Cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> All right. Sonic the Hedgehog. I don't even have to look it up, but I'm. No, no. It, it, Sonic definitely surpassed it. Up until Sonic came out last year, it was, yes. Have have you seen Sonic? 
It's actually a good movie. I hundred percent. It is a good movie. Like after all the crap that that movie got about how they had to redesign Sonic and everything, like the fans were ready to trash this and like, it was actually a pretty good movie. We'll see. We'll see. It all depends on how well it's, uh, it does. But anyways, moving on. It's pretty much the same exact plot as the first movie. Yeah. It's, there's a tournament and they have to fight and all right. Yeah, it comes from the dragon marking. Yeah. Oh, the, the, the fake guy, um, it was Cole Young. <laughs> yeah. So you had the, the fight in the beginning. It was, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, right. The, I, I won't say the story. The story is not horrible. It's not bad. Yeah. I, I mean, but it's based on a game. So the, the idea to come out of this is that if you watch the original Mortal Kombat with Paul W.S. Uh, Anderson as the director, um, that came out in what, 95, 96. So there weren't many of these games out yet. So there wasn't really much... Uh, in-depth look into who these characters were, why they were doing the things they were doing. Here we are, you know, 25 years later, many games. I mean, they're on Mortal Kombat 11 right now. Um, 
they've gone into so much detail about, you know, Scorpion and Sub-Zero and Jax and Sonya Blade and Kano. Like, they've given so much, like, backstory to these characters that you actually can write a story, like a good script. So I don't fault the original for being as bad as it was because they really didn't have much to go off of. They kind of had to write something because the original game is like, oh, there's a fight. Now fight. And, like, that's what they were going off of. This one, there's, you know... Scorpion is out for revenge because Sub-Zero killed him. Like, that's canon in the games. So they brought that into the movie. Not sure why they created a brand new character for this movie, because he was essentially pointless and kind of stupid. With Cole, Cole Young. I don't remember. But, like, his became a golden shirt with blades kind of but they really didn't that like the goro fight kind of showed it yeah yeah but like but they really didn't like get into it too much and like The fights were really cool. Uh, (laughs) No. Which... So when you got to see, um, what's his face? Um, God, yeah, uh, Kung Lao, yeah. Yeah, so when he kills Natara, the, the winged lady, and like he rides her through the spinning blade, which is a fatality from the game, I was like, that's so cool. And then he goes, flawless victory. I was like, that was dumb. <laughs> The fact that, like, when Kano does it, I'm like, when, you know, when he's like, Kano wins. And, like, after he pulls Reptile's heart out, I was like, that was fun. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't even know. But, like, that was funny because that's his kind of character. He's kind of stupid and kind of funny. Like, so I expect that out of him. But then how everyone else did, like, those kind of things where it was like, flawless victory or, like, I was so dumb. Like, there was no reason for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm.
Yeah. Oh, see, a lot of people were expecting a lot because was it the red, uh, the red, uh, band trailer was like one of the highest for an R rated movie of all time. Like most watched like, oh, I, yeah, well, that's what, I mean, what draws people to the Mortal Kombat games? Like, let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah. So like you bring that, it's like, oh, that's cool. But then like, I'm watching this and I'm like, wow, like the, it was, what's his name? Uh. The guy who plays uh, Max Huang, uh, the guy who plays Kao, uh, Kung Lao, like horrible actor. Maybe he's great. He, maybe he's good at with like speaking, you know, I, I'm a, I, he's Japanese, I believe. Um, but like speaking his native tongue, it's probably fine. English? No, his, his it was very bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Ask Creed. Yeah. Oh, boy. I mean, they, they get them every once in a while. I mean, a, a lot of a lot of video game movies, though, are um, cheap money. So, like, hey, let's. Yeah. Well. But what I'm saying is not often do they make a video game movie expecting to make, you know, $500 million at the box office. They're looking, all right, if we bought, make a movie, spend $20 million on this, and it makes back $50 million, I mean, we made profit, and we barely spent anything. And a lot of times there's, a, like, they'll, uh, I know in, like, the 90s, they were making them all over in Germany because it was a tax write-off. So they're just pumping all these things. That's why, like, one of the reasons why Yui Bowl was directing, like, all of them. It's just, it's a tax writer. Like, do it. All right, we're done. And then moving on. Uh, with this, though, I mean, I was entertained. Um, I was a little disappointed at Cabal because he seemed like a really cool badass character. I know in the games he's, like, one of the hardest characters to defeat. Um Hated his voice. Was it uh, Damon Harriman? He's a South Australian uh, actor. Hated his voice for the character. Like, completely. And like, yeah, Australian. It says South Australian. Um, so, yeah. So, but... Yeah, it's big, so, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. But, anyways, um, yeah, 
hated him voicing Cabal. Like, I don't know. I just felt like the voice didn't fit. Mm-hmm. It didn't sound close, though. Yeah, oh, there was a massive difference between the accents, but, like, it just, I don't know. It, I, I don't know what it was about his voice, but I just hated his voice for such a cool-looking character, too. I hated it. Yeah, he looked awesome. Now, go, going going with fights, Cole Young. So, first fight, you, yeah, first fight you see is him versus the guy in the MMA fight. Whatever, who cares? Then you get to see him fight Goro. Like, it, yeah, right. And like he, I mean, he got his ass handed to him till Goro was like, I'm going to kill your family now. And he's like, no, now I'm an unstoppable force and I can kick your ass so easily. And now, oh, now I gutted you. It's like, yeah, you're, you're uppercut. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, so that fight was dumb. And then to top it all off, having him as the descendant of Scorpion, and then kind of shoehorning Scorpion into the final fight, which all the Sub-Zero versus Scorpion stuff in the final fight was awesome when they were going one-on-one. The problem is, once you introduce Cole Young, it kind of got stupid. It was, like, not as good. Like, when I see that, I want to see Freezing and the Get Over Here, and, like, there, there's so much cool stuff because, I mean, we stated this in the episode where we reviewed Mortal Kombat. There's two types of people who have played these games. There's Sub-Zero fans and there's Scorpion fans. There's no, no, no in between. So to not actually get a Sub-Zero versus Scorpion fight where you had to kind of throw this third person in where you're almost like saying, oh, you know, maybe Scorpion wasn't going to win this fight without Cole Young being there, making Cole Young be like this badass now. Like, no, in, in canon, in the, uh, the video games, Scorpion does get his revenge against Sub-Zero. Scorpion in a one-on-one fight does defeat Sub-Zero. It happens in the game. Why does he need Cole Young there? What was the point of Cole Young in this whole story? There was no reason for him being there. Do somebody else. Throw somebody else in there. And, like, I've 